Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. On the show today, we have Carolyn Pickard um, on the show. So, um, Carolyn, um, how are you doing today? Good, thanks. How are you? We are doing good. So, um, just introduce yourself and uh, tell the listeners um, about your job and what you do. Uh, okay, my name is uh, Master Corporal Carolyn Picard, and uh, I am a vehicle technician in the Canadian Armed Forces. Uh, that job basically entails me to maintain all, uh, maintain and service all land equipment, basically anything from chainsaws, generators, to wheeled tractor or armored vehicles, and everything in between. Um, in general, in the Canadian Forces, uh, we're also soldiers first, which means that we're always ready for whatever Canada and abroad requires from us, and uh, we're always training for with our basic soldiering skills as well. Um, it's in a nutshell, anyways. I could go on and on on that question. And how long have you been doing this? So I've been in the full-time regular force for 14 years, um, and so I'm uh, I have four years reserve time previous to that as well. That's awesome. So, um, what what first made you want to get into the military? Like, what was the first moment that really made you go, like, hey, like, I might want to try this out? Um, as a as a child, I always loved watching soldiers and that type of movies, and yeah. it always intrigued me. Uh, so, I was fourteen years old when I joined cadets, and pretty much from there, I never looked back. I knew that I wanted to wear a uniform the rest of my life, pretty well. Wow, that's awesome. Just to make yeah, a I difference. Need to, yeah. I need to find a passion like that. That's awesome. And you and you never never second guess or anything? Nope, never. No. It was and always so something different- I was interested into. And I mean really in the in the military you can you can do anything. So it's it's not just about joining the military being a soldier. You can literally do any trade. So I knew I wanted to be in, I just didn't know when I was that young what I wanted to do. So in the military. Yeah, there's so many different uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of the word. So many uh, like opportunities and options in there. And do you think you're going to stay with the um, like the medical engineer like that, like section vehicle technician, like you, you're liking that? I mean, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, I won't be changing trades anytime. <laughs> uh, my my career is pretty much set, and uh, I will finish my career as a vehicle technician. Yeah. Yeah. In the, the Remy branch. Awesome. So you talked about starting in the cadets. So after that, what were the steps uh, that it took for you to get to the position you're at right now? Well, I mean, life took me in a few different directions at that point. Um, uh, when I uh, first went through the recruiting process as a reservist was, you know, right out of high school pretty well. Um, that was in the 90s. <laughs> That's a long time ago. I, um, it was, it wasn't much to it really. You just, you went to the recruiting center. This was back then. And you, you told them you were interested. They gave you some forms to fill out. You filled them out. Then you came back for a, a quick interview and a, well, it was like a couple of days worth, but uh, interview wrote a few knowledge based tests and a medical. Uh, for me, I guess the medical was a little bit of a delay because my eyesight didn't meet the requirements of any of the trades that I was interested in at the time. And so I had to take some time to, to get laser eye surgery, uh, but it was pretty bad though. So I couldn't see the big E on the eye chart. So it wasn't good to be uh, in the military at the time. <laughs> oh, wow. And it was that, so that was a big setback for you then to have to go do all the, all the surgeries. 
I wouldn't say a big setback. I would say it took an extra year because I had to do the surgery and then heal from it. And then it was done. So, and I, I you know what, I would have gotten that anyways, because uh, it's nothing like uh, waking up and not having to wear glasses, right? <laughs> well, I'm a glasses wearer myself and I don't know. I think that's probably my future anyways. Well worth it. <laughs> and sorry, did you, did you have to go to any specific schooling or was it just that you said the forms there and then you kind of start got into it? Uh, no, they, they pretty much said, they, well, it's, I mean, school, I went to basic training and such afterwards, right? So um, you, you pretty much join and then they just point you in the direction you need to go and everything just kind of flows. Uh, once you hit certain areas, like after basic training and stuff, like you already know what your trade is. So then you just go to your trade school after that. That's a great thing about the military is you can go in trained uh, having a you know a college or a university degree, or you can go in untrained completely right out of high school or, or even before that and join reserves. Um, and, and there's sort of a place for everybody there. And if you go in untrained, they, they pay for your education. So it's a pretty good deal in that respect too. That's so cool. And I know, I know the military, it's like, it doesn't matter what kind of person you are, what your skills are. It seems like there's so many branches of it that there's always like a place for everybody to kind of use their I guess they're, they're the skills they know best to their advantage. So that's, that's well, pretty cool. Exactly. I mean, I, I went in, um, when I was in reserves, I, I did the, well, I did the four years of reserves as a, as a musician, actually, uh, with the Governor General's Foot Guards here in Ottawa. Um, I, uh, I, at that time, I was uh, just finished high school, and then I was doing my college courses. I, I did three uh, college diplomas. Uh, one of them was uh, electrical engineering. Uh, then I decided I wanted to take that a little bit to a different direction and went into the automotive service technician course. Um, and then when I did an apprenticeship, I, uh, well, I was like reservist and such, I did an apprenticeship and I was um, uh, focusing on, uh, on electrical in, in the apprenticeship. So. Awesome. Um, so could you, wait, really quick, could you go a little bit more in depth on what the reserve, what the, what the it means to exactly be in the reserves? Uh, yep. Yeah, so a reservist is, um, these days, I believe the age is 16. You'd have to double check on the recruiting site to make sure uh, with parental consent. And then he's joining uh, the military part-time where you stay in your home city and you, you parade once a week and on weekends, basically. Uh, they, they do uh, similar, pretty much the same training as us, um, but they spread it out uh, in weekends and over the summer and the, and the March breaks and, and stuff like that. Um, so uh, you can join that while you're, while you're in high school even finishing. Oh, awesome. And is that just in certain places or could anybody do that? Uh, anybody can do that. Uh, you just have to look at your local recruiting center. And if you don't have a really close local one, just hop onto the website and send some emails and click the links there and they'll lead you in the right direction. Um, uh, there's so many reserve units across Canada that, uh, that uh, it's got to be pretty, pretty available. So what, what would you say is a big miscon misconception about the military or more about uh, your job more specifically in general? Um, misconceptions, I mean, I guess there's probably a, a few out there. Uh, it's a pretty good question. Um, maybe um, once you sign up, you can't get out. Uh, well, I'd say that's a pretty big misconception because you can pretty much get out anytime. I signed a 25 year contract personally, cause I, I like the job security. Oh, wow. But, uh, if I wanted to get out, I could, it, my, my pension would be affected, but, uh, but I could leave uh, at any time. I just have to write the appropriate, uh, documents and, and do the appropriate requests and, uh, and request the leave basically. So. 
So that would that would be one. Maybe uh, another one would be uh, it takes a certain kind of person. I hear that a lot. A certain kind of person to do this. Well, you know what? I have seen every nationality and every personality out there. Uh, really, we all come together. We all learn from each other. And uh, I, I can't think of the, the kind of person that people talk about. Oh, that's really good to know. That's awesome. So you would just talk about some misconceptions. What are some things that you love about it? Uh, that I love? I love um, the fact that I have good job security, for one. I'm in a job that that I love to do, as I'm getting to that question. Um, and it's secure. I mean, I don't have to worry about uh, whether or not I'm going to be laid off or something like that, right? Um, I love the the fact that you meet people and, and you tend to become very close to them. It's a, it's a camaraderie. Uh, you, you tend to be great friends and, and you meet people that, that have your back for real. So uh, that's, uh, that's another thing that I really love, the, the travel opportunities and, and places uh, that you get to see and go and learn about. Uh, definitely. Uh, in general, I just love going in every day and, and wearing my uniform and, and doing the job the best I can to serve Canada. And do you have like this, you don't have to like go into detail, but do you guys have like good benefits and stuff like that with the military? I, I, I feel that we do. Yes. Uh, this is part of the reason, you know, that, that helped my decision to join was the fact that, uh, yeah, I mean, we are completely hundred percent covered medically. Um, I, I feel well cared for when I go into our medical facilities. Um, if I need a specialist they're they're right there, right there, like booking the appointments or whatever. Um, if, and, and I don't lose any pay when I have to take those times, they're mandatory, actually medical is, is mandatory. So like, we're always uh, being uh, checked out. Uh, any mental health related, anything like that, it's all right there for you. Uh, in fact, if I need a bottle of Tylenol, they have it there for me too. So, uh, you know, I, I feel that those benefits, dental is 100% covered for, for a soldier. Um, anything that's that's needed, that's considered medically necessary is done with no questions asked, no problems. We have emergency uh, services and stuff too for that. So benefit wise, my, even my family, I have, I have three children and a husband who was, my husband's not in the military, but they're, uh, they have medical benefits through Sun Life and Great West uh, Dental um, at 80% and it's, it's minimal cost to me. So, uh, so absolutely, you cannot beat the benefits, especially if you're someone like 16 to 18, just joining the military and like all of a sudden you have full benefits, three weeks paid vacation a year minimum, because we get little time off here and there for doing certain things as well. So Absolutely. Cannot beat the benefits. Oh, that's awesome. That's good to know because you guys definitely, definitely deserve it. So that's really good to hear. Um, so going off about what you love about your job. So what are some big, big challenges that come with your job? Um, I would say uh, when I joined the Army, I didn't have a family. And so I would say family is a huge challenge when it comes to, to doing a job like this for obvious reasons. If you, if you end up getting deployed or having to go away from your family, even for training and, and stuff, that's all time away from your family. Um, and uh, I know that a lot of people are feeling the pain, but but COVID um, is a big problem with my kids are, you know, ages um, three, five and seven. So there, there's, you know, they need childcare 24 seven. And uh, uh, if school is out uh, or if uh, childcare daycare is shut down or anybody has a sniffle, then I'm stuck in the same predicament as everybody else where I now have to put my job aside and, and be mom instead of a soldier. And that's, that's hard because yes, financially, we're so lucky that we're okay. But, uh, you know, I want to be at my job every day doing my work and, uh, I also need to be a parent. So that's, that's the biggest challenge for me. Yeah, for sure. We've had, we've had a bunch of people on and a lot of them have that very similar problem, you know, the balance between, you know, your job and home life and it can get tricky for sure. 
Mm -hmm. We never, no one ever expected this, right? So we mm. never expected to have to consider this. I mean, every, every soldier has a family care plan, but when this first started, all of a sudden I couldn't go into work anymore because my family care plan was, you know, stuck at home due to COVID. <laughs> yeah. so we, we didn't have any options. So it was pretty crazy, especially at the beginning. Eh? So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then with your talking about family, are you ever worried? Is your job very dangerous? Are you ever worried about the danger? Well, it's always in the back of your mind, you know, I'm not um, suicidal or anything, you know, so obviously I, I, I love life and I, I want my family to be taken care of. Uh, at the same time, should something happen, there are benefits that do take care of my family. So yeah, there is that. The worries there, yes, but it is what it is. We made a decision when we joined, when that's one of the decisions you make, right? And that's good to know that there's something there. If anything did go wrong, like that is, that is very comforting then. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um so i know a lot of people who end up joining the military a good amount of them um have maybe previously they've had family members who have been in maybe their parents grandparents so do you have any any relatives who are in the military i actually do not i'm the first maybe my kids will join after me i don't know uh but uh no maybe in a past life not sure i just i was attracted to it right from the beginning too so i don't know why it just just a thing yeah, you got to start. You got to start the, uh, the the family tradition now. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, this you've already kind of answered this question, but if you could go back to talk to your sixteen-year-old self, like what would you tell them? Uh, so the biggest thing, first off, uh, finish high school and join as soon as possible. Don't waste any time. I did have a almost a decade in between my reserve service to my reg force time, and I wish I hadn't have done that. Uh, just doing other things in life. Um, join as soon as possible and uh, uh, even start applying in your grade 12 year or even join reserves at 16 while you're finishing high school because you're still getting the same training and you'll just be that much further ahead. So what happens after that is, uh, you know, 25 short years later, and it seems long, but it goes so fast. You end up, you know, with a retired pension and you could get a whole second career and even work for public service and something after that, right? So you could have two pensions in the end uh, while you're enjoying retirement later. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Carolyn. We really, really appreciate it. It was, it was nice to finally get somebody in to talk about, you know, the military side of things and all that to let the listeners know that, you know, that's, it's a definitely another viable option out there for anybody who has any kind of skill. So, um, is there anything else you want to let the listeners know about any plugs you have or anything like that? Um, that pretty much, I think your questions pretty much summed most of it up. I mean, uh, just check out the website. If, uh, if there's any questions, there's always recruiters online willing to answer questions and even connect you to people like me that, uh, you know, to talk to, I've been connected with, uh, another young lady who was interested in, in becoming a vehicle technician and, and we just chatted and I told her what it was like and stuff one-on-one. -on -one. So there's always those those opportunities, those availabilities, and uh, and yeah, and just I mean, and also you know for today, thank you uh, for having me. It was a pleasure, and I enjoy talking about what I love. So awesome! No, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. A pleasure is ours. Thank you for your service, and um, hopefully we can maybe get you on in the future about something. But uh, thank you again for coming on. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a good day. Have a good one, Carolyn. <laughs>